Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Welcome. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number, if you want to be on the program, 877-973-7425. We got to go back to a, a, a story from last week that continues to make waves. Susanna Gibson is a Democrat candidate for the Virginia State Senate and a veritable porn star. She, online on a website, I won't give the name of the website, was uh, allowing men, she had about 5,000 followers, to give her money in exchange for her performing very explicit acts Uh, so that these men could pleasure themselves while watching. It was live shows on the Internet. She, on more than one occasion, enlisted her husband to perform with her uh, where the people online would request them to do certain things that everybody else got to watch and pay money for. Kids were asleep in the other room. Uh, on more than one occasion, it seems, if reports are to be believed, she joked about enlisting unwitting hotel staff, that she would stay in hotels and, and do these things, and occasionally uh, staff were unknowingly uh, roped into helping in one way or another her to get set up so she could do what she was doing. Now, she claims the exposure is revenge pornography, that uh, there have been situations where young men and women have filmed each other engaged in intimate acts, and they break up, and the young men put the uh, videos online as reve- for revenge for the girl breaking up with him. That's not what this is, and it devalues what revenge porn is. It's like when Democrats call everything that isn't racist racist devaluing the word racist, she is devaluing what revenge porn is, a cruel act uh, of an aggrieved person. Uh, She was actually putting this stuff online. She was actually taking money for it. It was public. It could be seen by others. She just didn't realize that the recordings were out there as much as they were. What's so notable is that uh, separate from this, Democrats were saying, hey, there's really not a problem here. She did nothing wrong. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Clearly, there's got to be something she's ashamed of because of her reaction to being exposed, hiring lawyers, making demands. She's clearly embarrassed and ashamed. She hasn't apologized. Republicans have been looking at this thing, and this is gross. How, Democrats, would you put a person up like this to run for office, a morally deviant person? What is notable and ironic is a lot of the people upset about Susanna Gibson are totally fine with uh, Lauren Boebert, or should we call her Hansi Boebert? I, I have personally liked Lauren Boebert. I believe she's a conservative true believer who has stood up with the House Freedom Caucus fought Kevin McCarthy and the like, but this is kind of a bridge too far. She was asked to leave a theater production of Beetlejuice, the movie, turned into a play. She was asked to leave. A a pregnant woman behind her asked her to stop vaping inside the theater. Vaping is gross to begin with. Doing it inside a theater, come on. She denied she was vaping. A uh, person who works for the theater told her she had to leave. 
She pulled the don't you know who I am card. It didn't work. They asked her to leave. She gave the uh, attendant at the theater the middle finger, was belligerent to the person making her leave, and she denied it. She said it didn't happen. She said she was thrown out of the theater for nothing. Only after she denied it did they release the video footage. Uh, very good video footage. It is remarkable that this theater in uh, Colorado has better footage of a dark theater than the White House does anywhere near Hunter Biden's cocaine. It's remarkable. But it's besides the point. She lied. She said what, what she was accused of, vaping in the theater in front of a pregnant woman who asked her not to and being belligerent that none of it actually happened. Not only did that happen... It turned out she was getting handsy with her boyfriend who was rubbing her breasts while she was rubbing his crotch in the theater. Revealed in the footage that came out only because she denied it. Had she admitted she had behaved badly and said sorry, they wouldn't have released the footage. But she denied it, accused the theater of lying, and the theater said, here's our video footage. Oh, it's very explicit. It went beyond vaping. She and her boyfriend were... um, Rubbing hands on each other pretty explicitly, we'll say that. Him on her chest, her on his crotch. It also turns out the boyfriend, she left her husband. She wanted the divorce, not her husband. She broke up the marriage, not her husband. She's got the boyfriend. The boyfriend is a bar owner who does drag queen night. She, of course, is opposed to drag queen story hour. The hypocrisy just right self. Now, the notable thing here are the number of Republicans doubled up. I can't believe they released that footage of her. It's an invasion of privacy. I'm sorry. It was a public theater. All of you people who were upset about Susanna Gibson, veritable porn star of the Democratic Party, you, you can't now defend Lord Bober's behavior. And here's the other thing. There are some Republicans who say, we, well, I mean, we shouldn't say anything about our side. You know, this is one of the very few areas Rush Limbaugh and I ever disagreed with each other on, and we, we had very pleasant conversations, philosophical divides on this. I'm of the part that if everybody says they're conservative and they're not, what does conservatism mean? And he's like, focus on the other side. I would call out the antics of conservatives. He's like, the left isn't going to call out their antics. Why should we call out our antics? And I understand the argument, but my response was always, we can't complain about the degradation of our society when we refuse to hold our own degenerates accountable. Either we hold our side accountable or we give up any moral claim to good behavior. The Democrats have given up their moral claims to good behavior. They're only attacking Lauren Boebert as a hypocrite, that she claims values, then she clearly doesn't hold them. I go after Susanna Gibson and Lauren Boebert for the same thing. They're both immoral degenerates. We don't need them in legislative office. You can't keep stacking degenerates into your party in the legislature and then lament the decline of the United States. A lot of you are de- are upset about the moral decline of the United States, and yet you want to keep voting for immoral people. I'm not saying don't vote for a, a sinless person. There is no sinless person. But when the sins of the person are flaunted, when they they don't practice what they preach, when they are a hypocrite in those areas, you probably do need to hold a better standard. Which gets me to this interview on NBC News, which I take exception to. 
the last 48 hours of statements have not been good. Mr. President, I want to give voters who are going to be weighing in on this election yeah. a very clear sense of where I think you stand I on think they're all going to like me. I think both sides are going to like me. Let, let me what, but what's let going President, to have to happen is you're going to have to... this question, Kristen, please. you're asking me a question. What's going to happen is you're going to come up with a number of weeks or months. You're going to come up with a number that's going to make people happy because... 92% of the Democrats don't want to see abortion after a certain period of time. If a federal ban landed on your desk, if you were reelected, would you sign it at 15 weeks? Are you weeks? talking about a complete ban? A ban at 15 weeks. Well, people, people are starting to think of 15 weeks. That seems to be a number that people are talking about right now. Would you sign that? Uh, uh, I, would, I would sit down with both sides and I'd negotiate something and we'll end up with peace in that issue for the first time in 52 years. Uh, I'm not going to say I would or I wouldn't. I mean, DeSantis is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban. Would you support that? You think I, that I goes think what he far? did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. So here's the former president. We, he got us the votes on the Supreme Court with Mitch McConnell's help to get rid of Roe v. Wade. Republican legislators in conservative states signed six-week bans, fetal heartbeat bans. DeSantis did in Florida. Brian Kemp did in Georgia. Mike DeWine did in Ohio. Uh, Tate Reeves did in Mississippi. Um, I believe there's one in Texas now, Oklahoma, several others, and Donald Trump, the former president, says fetal heartbeat bans are a terrible thing. He also will not commit to a 15-week ban. He says he's going to make the Democrats happy. Why are you so concerned, Donald Trump, with making Democrats like you? They're not going to like you. And how dare you condemn conservative governors in conservative states for signing fetal heartbeat bills. That, by the way, didn't cost them elections. The Republicans in Texas did well. The Republicans in Ohio did well. The Republicans in Oklahoma did well. The Republicans in Mississippi did well. The Republicans in Georgia did fine. The Republicans in Florida did great. It hasn't affected them in those states, and yet you're condemning fetal heartbeat bans. If you're pro-life, you should be appalled at this. This comes 24 hours after he could not answer a very basic question to Megyn Kelly. Can a man become a woman? He did not say no. He said, uh, 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 depends on pregnancy. It is possible to acknowledge we got good things from him when he was president, but probably he does not need to return, particularly if after all this time he hasn't figured out the Democrats are never going to like him. But there's a larger issue here as well. Uh, a lot of Trump supporters say Republicans keep fighting uh, the past wars. It sounds like they're doing it now. they got to double down on standing by their man who is now radically shifting on abortion and trans issues. He's supported by Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, you've got all the degenerates out there. You, you've got uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and Christy Nome, and uh, you, you got Lauren Boebert. Uh, I guess MAGA stands for Make Adultery Great Again. Here's the point. You can't lament the decline of the United States of America morally when continuing to support people whose immorality is rubbed in your face. 
You either got to hold your side to higher standards, regardless of what the other side does, or stop worrying about the decline. If you're just looking to fight the left, okay, go with the guy who says he's going to fight the left and literally just went on tape on Meet the Press and said, I want to do something to make Democrats like me. Maybe realize that if you're worried about things of this world, that having someone of the world, worldliness, embraced by the world probably isn't going to get you more than that. Um, are any of you who consider yourself a Trump supporter who are pro-life, are you going to stand up and say he's wrong on this? Because there's a lot of deflection. In fact, a, a very popular national radio show host today uh, is refusing to play the clip, claiming it was all taken out of context. I just played you the clip. There was nothing out of context. You got Lauren Boebert out there. You got Christy Nome and, and the Corey, Corey Lewandowski. She's denying it, by the way, but you should know that everyone in Washington, D.C., after all, she said, oh, yeah, this has been known for a long time. You got the Marjorie Taylor Greene situation. Um, if you're really worried about the degeneracy of the left, uh, you probably should start taking a stand against the degeneracy of the right. Or, or maybe just say we're not in decline. Many of you think we're in decline, moral, spiritual, and otherwise. If so... Uh, you, you you might wonder why, if you keep voting for people who are participating in the moral decline of the country, you get moral decline. I just think it's very funny that there's a large segment of people who are very angry with me right now listening, who think the country is headed into spiritual decline and yet can't relate to holding their side accountable for their failures. They think, I, I, I will keep my mouth shut about the bad guys on our side because the left keeps their mouth shut about the bad guys on their side, or, or maybe we should like take a, a stand and say we don't want those people on our side continuing in leadership. Now, here's the other thing. If you think that's the case, let's go back to Hansi Boober down in Colorado. She won her race in an off-year election that should have been good for the Republicans by 200 votes against a Democrat who this time will come back, be better funded, and have the Biden ground game out to get her. Maybe she should step aside. She's clearly like in life turmoil right now. She clearly has family problems. She's more known for her toxic personal behavior than for her constituent service. You want to save the house from the Democrats, you might should all be very vocal saying you need to step aside and let someone else step forward who might be able to save the seat instead of a woman getting handsy with her boyfriend in a crowded theater vaping in front of a pregnant woman and then denying she did it until the tape came out. I don't like the Susanna Gibsons of the world. I don't think they should be in office, but I don't think this behavior should be in office as well. And if you're going to condemn the one, you should condemn the other. Otherwise, just stop talking about the moral failures of politicians on both sides and stop being upset about Democrats embracing drag queen story hour. It's just another variation of, of immorality reflected, and you clearly don't care about it. At some point, you're going to have to decide, do you want to continue affirming moral degeneracy in this country as the country declines, or do you want to say, I'm sorry, we got to do better, and I want no part of this? Either wash your hands or have dirt on them. It's your choice. I am a small businessman. The company that I run for my radio show, it's a small business. I've got employees. I don't have HR. You may be in that situation, and you may really need HR. Well, you may want to talk to Bambi. When running a business, your employees can create all sorts of interesting situations and they could get you in trouble. What happens when two employees are squabbling? One of them smells bad all the time. What do you do? How do you navigate the rules? With Bambi, you get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 a month. They're available by phone, email, real-time chat. 
Onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance. Your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. Let Bambi handle your employees for you. Their HR autopilot automates important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Listen, you want U.S.-based HR managers who give you experience, expertise, a personal touch you need to make it seem like they're a part of your team. They can cost eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 a month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast when you sign up. It'll help you. It'll help your company grow. It'll help you keep peace of mind. It's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. Bam. B-E-E.com. Bambi.com. Type in Eric Erickson. Uh, I need everybody who's, who's able to please look out your nearest window if you can. Look and see. Uh, an F-35 stealth fighter has gone missing just in time for the Air Force's birthday. I, I look, look up, see if you see a, a, a jet fighter somewhere. It, it's stealth, so they can't see it on radar. <laughs> I, how is this possible? And of course, the, all of my friends are like, this is a Brad Thor novel. What, what if somebody hijacked it? So the pilot ejected, the plane had problems. They think it might have crashed into a lake in South Carolina. Uh, it's got beacons and transponders, but they haven't detected them yet. How do you lose an F-35 fighter jet? Maybe it, w- maybe it w- needed to, to go to Drag Queen Story Hour and, and, and get woke and disappeared at St- Drag Queen Story. Maybe we should go check local Air Force bases Drag Queen Story Hour time and see if the jet is there. Maybe it has decided it identifies as an A-10 um, I maybe maybe the jet decided it wanted to identify as an aircraft carrier, and so it's gone to join the Navy now. I I don't know, but the jet is gone. We don't know where it is. Maybe they will find it. What a, what a crazy story! We're missing an F thirty five. The pilot ejected and the plane flew off. They 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 don't even know if it just kept flying. It would obviously eventually run out of fuel, but. God only knows. Good grief! What a what a wild story. Uh, maybe it decided to escape and go find the Malaysian airline seven seven seven, and and they're they're they've run off together. I don't know. It's it's what a wild wild story. All right, we got a lot more to talk about when we come back. Eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. Before that, I gotta tell you about Vision Computers. Because I need you, if you need a computer, to stop going and buying generic big box computer that is one size fits all and isn't going to last you. When Vision can actually build you a laptop or desktop that saves you money and is built for what you want and need, and you can upgrade it over time. And not only that, they can then be tech support for you. So Vision Computers can build the computer and then be tech support. And if you just want their tech support, but you didn't get your computer from them, for a small annual fee, they can be your tech support too. They give you a phone number, you call it, a live human being actually answers the phone and can help you with email, with printer, with virus control, with software install, any problem you have. And in many cases can just remote in and deal with your computer without you having to take it to them. All you got to do is go to visioncomputers.com, visioncomputers.com, or call them, 404-COMPUTE, anywhere nationwide, 404-COMPUTE. If you ask about the Eric Erickson special, they can save you even more money. 404-COMPUTE, let Vision Computers be your computer solution.
Greetings, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I want to read for you a tweet from the Associated Press. This is from August 25th of 2023. A beloved Las Vegas neighborhood peacock named Pete was killed with a hunter's bow and arrow, and authorities are trying to find out who was behind it. That is the last time the Associated Press tweeted about any sort of murder in Las Vegas. Today, the Associated Press has this tweet. This is from 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time, September 18th. The same week his state outlawed racial discrimination based on hairstyles, a black high school student in Texas was suspended because school officials say his dreadlocks violated the district's dress code. That's right. Big story from the Associated Press. They helpfully sent an AP photographer to photograph the student. Daryl George, a junior at Barbers Hill High School in Mount Bellevue, was initially suspended the same week his state outlawed racial discrimination based on hairstyle. School officials say his dreadlocks fell below his eyebrows and earlobes and violated the district's dress code. George, 17, served the first suspension last week at the Houston area school. He was in tears when he was sent back to in-school suspension Monday, said his mother. He had to sit on a stool for eight hours in a cubicle That's very uncomfortable. Every day he comes home, he says his back's hurt. (sighs) You know what the AP hasn't covered? And in fact, what most media outlets have not covered? They have not covered the death of Andreas Probst. Mr. Probst was a former police chief from Bell, California. 35 years in law enforcement, retired to Las Vegas, took a remote job in global security, needed exercise, so he started in 2009 riding his bike. Over the weekend, a 2016 Hyundai Elantra ran him over. The media in Las Vegas reported it first as a hit and run. But there's a problem. Mr. Probst was run over by a underage black man, young black man, who targeted Mr. Probst. We know Mr. Probst was targeted for murder because the teen live-streamed it. That's right. It was the the driver and a friend in a car saw him, saw Mr. Probst riding his bike, and they decided they wanted to kill him. So they accelerated the car towards him and ran him over, killing him. Have you heard about that story in the national press? Have you heard about that story? Yeah, the Associated Press could report on a peacock in Las Vegas that was killed with a bow and arrow, but they couldn't report on a uh, young black man running over deliberately a retired police officer. 
Now, let me, let me paint an alternative story. A 64-year-old black man is riding a bicycle and two white teenagers run him over and live stream it on the internet. Do you think the media would cover that story? Guarantee to you they would. It'd be a big story. There'd be a CNN town hall about race in America. But this is a young black man doing it. The media spends a lot of time talking about gun violence in America and rarely wants to talk about uh, the racial discrepancies of gun violence in America. They don't want to talk about those things. They don't want to tell those stories. They, they can't bring themselves to be honest. Let me just, let, let, me, let me put this in perspective for you. Because I, I, I think it's actually deeply relevant for you to understand that when you look at the gun violence in America, if you just focused on shutting down gangs in America that are overwhelmingly young black men, you would solve most gun violence in America. You would. You may not, you may not like it. You, 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 may, you may wish there was another way to deal with it. But the truth of the matter is, if you were just to target gun violence in certain cities in America, you could deal with a lot of the gun violence, except it would be black-on-black crime, and they don't want to talk about black-on-black crime in America. More than 1,400 people were shot in Philadelphia from January to August of 2022. It was overwhelmingly young black men shooting young black men, and the media chose not to cover it. You take all the school shootings in America since Columbine. In one year in just nine cities, more children died from street shootings, black-on-black violence, than all school shootings in the last 24 years. The media doesn't cover it. The media won't cover a retired white police chief being run over by a young black man. Look, there are people pre-programmed, because I know how they are, they're like, oh, I can't believe you, you racist, talking about this. No, 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 it's not racism. It's a story where you and I both know if it was a black man run over by white kids, it would be a national story. How do I know? Because when you had a mass shooting at a Sweet 16 party in Alabama, the moment it turned out that there were no um, there were no AR-15s and it was black-on-black violence, the media moved on from the story. You barely heard anything else about it. When a white girl turned around in a senior citizen's driveway and he opened fire and killed her, the media treated it as a footnote story. The same weekend, a young black man was shot through the door by an 80-year-old white man. The young black man survived. He did not die. It was not only a national news story over multiple days. The family got a presidential visit because they wanted to highlight racial violence in the country. They wanted to highlight that, but they only want to highlight young black kids getting killed by white people. They only want to highlight white nationalists killing non-white people. They never, ever want to highlight the disproportionate violence that comes from black-on-black violence, or in this case, 
two young black men in a vehicle who willfully decided to live stream the murder of a 60-something white person. How can we deal with racial violence in this country when the media refuses to deal with the multifaceted causes and realities of it? They only want to go in one direction. Remember when Trayvon Martin was killed by George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman was Hispanic, and the media had to suddenly say, well, actually, he's a white Hispanic. This was white on black violence we must deal with. That was the first time almost every American heard the idea that there was a white Hispanic. That's how they had to play. They had to bring the racial component into it. They had to bring a racial angle into it. It was a white, not just Hispanic, a white Hispanic. There are real problems in America, and racial violence is one of them. We should not deny or denounce or, 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 or move beyond. We should denounce. We shouldn't deny. We shouldn't move beyond racism in America. There are, as long as there's sin, there will be racists. But when the media covers violence, they do it very selectively. And they willfully choose not to cover these stories. The Associated Press. The Associated Press could do a story about a peacock getting killed in Las Vegas, but not Mr. Probes. Then there was the police officer in California, 30 years old, executed. Now, this one made national news because he was sitting in his police car and executed was covered by CNN. It was covered by Fox. Mr. Probst was covered by Fox. It wasn't covered by any other network. But they moved on very quickly from the 30-year-old police officer who was executed in his car. Guess the race of the shooter. Or suspected race. It's a delicate issue. It inflames sensibilities. And I understand it inflames sensibilities. But we have kids now who live in perpetual fear of being shot in school by some crazy white guy with an AR-15. In 2021, 465 children died on the streets of just nine American cities, overwhelmingly disproportionately black-on-black violence. In one year, in just nine cities, more children died from street shootings among gang activity than all school shootings combined in the last 24 years. And the media can't cover those, won't cover those, and when any white person brings up the violence on the south side of Chicago, we are explicitly told because we're not of that community, we have no moral authority to talk about it. More than 1,400 people shot in Philadelphia from January to August of 2022, and the district attorney decided not to prosecute most of the gun possession crimes because he would target mostly young black men. According to the Philadelphia district attorney, quote, people of color are disproportionately stopped in Philadelphia and arrested for illegal gun possession in Philadelphia, which is why he's decided not to prosecute those crimes. If you are a young black man, progressives increasingly are not calling you to do better, but 
to give you a get-out-of-jail card so if you do wind up shooting someone, you don't get prosecuted. If you wind up with an illegal gun, you're not prosecuted. We have to do better. Now, this goes back to Susanna Gibson and Lauren Boebert. Susanna Gibson, who made sexually explicit online pornography live stream for people to pleasure themselves. The Democrats say she did nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong, yet she's probably going to lose her race now, and she's upset about it because most Americans really are upset about it. And Lauren Boebert, of course, got handsy with her boyfriend in a theater after vaping, lied about it, was exposed, is now upset about the exposure and finally had to apologize And you had the left and the media want to go after Lauren Boebert. They want to ignore Susanna Gibson. And so there are some on the right who say, well, we should ignore Lauren Boebert's bad behavior because the media won't focus on Susanna Gibson's behavior as opposed to we should focus on it all and we should hold up up our standards. We should hold on to our morality and we should purge the deviants from our party, whether the left does or not. But the media does the same thing on violence as well. They absolutely do not want to talk about racial violence in this country if the perpetrators are black and it happens to be a white person who's the victim. They don't want to do it. They want to sell the narrative that it is white supremacy on the rise, white nationalism on the rise. And the problem ultimately is that there are a lot of bad things happening in this country, and a lot of it we could reduce the numbers of gun crimes and gun violence in this country if we were willing to speak up and say there's something happening badly in the black community. Black-on-black violence overwhelmingly contributes to gun violence in this country, and maybe we should start there if we really are concerned about gun violence in the country. And if we're really concerned about violence in the country, maybe we need to be asking what possesses a 16-year-old black kid to run over a 63-year-old white police officer, retired police officer, willfully aiming to kill the man. What is going on? Instead, what the media has decided to do is not even cover the story, lest you draw any conclusions from it that they don't want you to draw. Instead, we should actually talk about all of this and put the data together and paint you a full picture and suggest there's something not right happening in society right now. And the media and the Democrats' policy solution is to pretend it all away and stop prosecuting a lot of the crimes, driving up the crime rate, driving up the violence, and incentivizing bad people to behave even more badly. It's the fallout of progressive policies. Patriot Mobile is fighting against those policies, and they need your help to do it. And all you have to do is move your cell phone business to them. As their funding grows, their profits grow, their giving to the conservative causes you care about grow. In exchange, you get guaranteed great service. So you go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today, patriotmobile.com slash Eric. You, uh, you, you, you sign up for service. You move your cell phone service to them. You get guaranteed great service. You get free activation with my name. As their profits grow, their giving to the conservative causes you care about grow. Patriotmobile.com slash Eric, or you can call them 972-PATRIOT. You get great discounts. If you're a veteran, a first responder, an NRA member, if you're a teacher, uh, you name it, you get great discounts. If you've got multiple lines for multiple kids in your house, you can save money there as well. Mention my name, you get free activation at 972-PATRIOT, or just go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. Patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. You can even go there, see the map, zoom into your house, and see just how great the service is. They use the same cell towers you're probably already using. This hour of the program is brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Wherever you are in the United States of America, if your business is trying to grow and banks are twiddling their thumbs, giving you a hard time, 
reach out to First Liberty. See if they might be able to help you. If you need $250,000 or more to buy a building, build a building, buy a franchise, expand a franchise, buy out a business partner, deals like that, that's what they specialize in. Reach out to them. They can help any business nationwide. Just go to their website, firstlibertyga.com, firstlibertyga.com, and spend 10 minutes with them. Get their contact info. Call them. See what they can do for you. They are such good people. Um, Big fans, firstlibertyga.com. Now, I have an important announcement. Some of you are listening, and you're like, what on earth is this that I'm listening to? Because you're listening on KFNX, the Pulse of Arizona, out of Phoenix, Arizona. And that's our new affiliate. Nice big station in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, And so thank you, KFNX, for taking a chance on the show. Um, Bill, the the owner there, look forward to talking to him this week and introducing myself to the audience. Uh, and look forward to getting out there at some point uh, to Phoenix. My family, big fans of Arizona. We like to get out there, head to Sedona, spend time in Scottsdale and Phoenix. So thank you guys for listening to the program. The phone number here, if you want to be a part of the program, 877-973-7425. And as always, you can text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. And you can get the show notes, the live stream, the podcast, all that great stuff. Delighted to have everybody with me. Now, the migrant crisis. We got to talk about this migrant crisis, y'all. It is really not good. And there's a massive train. Uh, Griff Jenkins from Fox News put up video of this yesterday. A, a huge train headed north from Mexico crawling with illegal aliens. I mean, just, just wall-to-wall people on this train, even on the roof of this train, headed north towards the border. And now Chicago... And New York are saying that they are running out of money to be able to deal with the migrants in their cities. Can we just note, just just as an aside, one of the greatest political stunts done in this country in the last half century has been border state governors sending migrants to sanctuary cities. Because the sanctuary cities hypocrisy is being exposed. They didn't really want the migrants there. They just wanted to be sanctimonious. They wanted to be sanctimony cities. And now they're having to deal with their policies as sanctuary cities with these migrants that their own policies say they can't move out of the cities. They got to stay and protect. And now they're starting to say, we don't have the money and this is going to end our city. Well, you should have thought about that before making Texas and Arizona and Florida deal with all the illegal aliens. Uh, Now you're seeing what they've been dealing with and you don't like it. Maybe you should show a little more empathy for those states that have been dealing with this for a while and the spigots aren't being turned off by the Biden administration. 